Welcome to the Two Buff Beards Podcast. This episode's brought to you by WebFit Nation. The standard process for having a trainer is paying big money for an hour of a trainer's time, spending time and money getting to your appointment, working out and going home, and repeat it all over again next week. With WebFit, you have a personal trainer right in your pocket. You can work out when and where it works best for you and your schedule. You got 100% customized workouts, meal plans, and even grocery lists. To learn more, go to www.webfitnation.com. What's going on, Kelvin? How you doing, my man? Man, it's a good day, man. I mean, uh, it's fall time. Yeah, fall is amongst us. Now, I know you don't you like hot weather. I don't even know if like what do you feel about fall? Because we never talked about uh, that. I'm okay with fall. I like it. Um, I do like you know a little bit of that. I like having some seasons. I do. Do you? But I do like it. I would prefer it to be hot. You're right. Um, but I don't mind fall. The only thing I don't like about fall is I know what's coming after it. <laughs> <laughs> so you know, so fall is, is like the like the uh, segue to colder days. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so beginning of fall, like for the next probably five, six weeks, maybe seven weeks, I'll be all right with what, that. What's what's fall like in Florida? Like, is it nice? I mean, if you go to Fort Lauderdale or something like that right now, yeah. I mean. It's going to be hot. It, gotcha. So it's kind of like Texas. There's like two months where it's like slightly cooler. Like Texas yeah. then. Like Texas weather. Yeah. Okay, I got you. Yeah, yeah. I got you. And northern Florida, like where my, my wedding's going to be and um, some of my family's at, they'll definitely have some days that are, you know, 40s. Really? Yeah. Interesting. I mean, it doesn't happen often, but yeah. they'll have those. Kinda Interesting. Like, kind of like how you'd see in maybe Dallas. Yeah, 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 yeah. I always tell people like in Houston, like you go straight from summer to winter. You know what I mean? Like, it, like fall happens because you see stuff off the trees and stuff like that. But in terms of like the feel of the weather, like really don't make. I mean, it's still eighty five, ninety. You know what I mean? Like, it's not really yeah. that much of a difference until you like you get to like November. You know? Yeah, I mean, but I like I like putting on some jeans and not you know having to sweat, and I like you know putting on my uh, putting on a little light jacket. I'm alright yeah, with that. But I'm then with when you. it when it gets down in like the thirties and it's wet outside, you um, just get unmotivated. I, it's not that I'm unmotivated. Like with life, I'm just like, I just don't want to go outside, <laughs> and I know I'm gonna have to. <laughs> so I like being outside. I like being outdoors. So that's 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 the biggest thing. I hear you. I hear like, you. Oh, you can always put on more layers. I'm like, no, I'm still cold. <laughs> <laughs> and now I'm just walking around like the marshmallow. Like the right, right, man. right. I know what you mean. You got a, a more layers. But you, don't you have something think that's something to do with how lean you are, too? You know what I mean? Because I think that the leaner you are, like the, the more colder you feel, you know, in terms of when winter yeah, time maybe. comes. Like, yeah. did you have the same feeling like when that you feel the same way when like you were a heavier guy? Yeah, I always hated oh, okay. it. Okay, <laughs> you still hated it? You still hated it? Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, it didn't matter. Didn't matter. Yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah. Anyway, I, I like I like fall because footballs. I love watching yeah, NFL yeah. football. That's a little so that, biased there. That's, yeah, uh, that's definitely a, uh, a motivator. For I'm me. with you. I'm with you on yeah. that. Yeah, I'm definitely with you on that one. So what's got you moving today? Oh man, um, lots of things. But let, 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 to point out one, I wanted to tell you a story, and I told you I had a good one off off, off air. Um, so I had a client that has been trying to lose weight since about. May, so four months ago, mm-hmm. and very interestingly, she um, had a child, um, but now their kid is like one now. So we're ch- trying to get back to her feeling good again and back to her old weight again because she had some troubles losing weight at the very beginning. So, anyways, fast forward, we started in May, and um, she's been having struggles, man, just struggles. And it was one of these cases where I, I had to look at every single thing that I could to try and figure out why she wasn't losing weight. Like, dude, we, I mean, I, we, I first helped her like build her metabolism back up in terms of giving her the amount of food that she needed to stay at maintenance. Right. And so like, where was she before and where was she at? Like, she was probably eating when I, when I first started talking, she was probably eating around 1100 calories or so. And she was probably like at what weight? Oh, she was at least uh 190. Okay. Yeah. 190. So really low, yeah. So really, we're talking really low here. Um, and so we, we built that, built that back up to where she could maintain her weight. I think we got it all the way to about 1750, 1800 before we started to see some weight fluctuations in terms of going up. So I knew she was past maintenance at that point. You know what I mean? Um, and so we, I said, Hey, it's time to start. So we're going to start bringing them down. So we start bringing those calories down and just nothing was happening. You know what I mean? Like we would lose five pounds here and then the next week it'd be back. 
And so it was like, and, and then I was like, man, what is it, dude? I could not figure it out. Literally, it was like the first time in my- Back in your brain. In, I mean, 10, 11 years I've been doing this, I was like, I don't know what's going on. Like, this is totally wacky to me. And I, I was like, go get your blood work tested. You know what I mean? Blood work came back fine. So I'm like, golly, what is going on? And then um, I, I, I started thinking about it. It was stress. Mm-hmm. Um, so she works- a very stressful job. But the her cortisol levels, I guess, weren't tested in the blood work. No, nah, she didn't have that done. I mean, it was just like a basic blood panel, and cortisol wasn't in there. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? So, um, I need to I actually suggest that to even happen. But basically, um, how I figured this out was with the fact that she went um, to New Orleans, and she came back. Like she went to New Orleans just for vacation to get away, and she came back, and um, she said she was feeling better. It's like, what's that mean? And in that week, that week that she started working out, she actually lost two pounds that week, which is pretty good for 190. You want to lose about a percent somewhere around there. Yeah. You know what I mean? So 1.9. So Yeah. So she lost two pounds that week. So it was actually a good thing. But then the week passed, that week passed, the next week she gained it back. So I was like. She's back to work. Yep. She's back to that. You got it. She's back to work, man. And it's just, I was like, I, I just wanted to hear your take on, on, on stress and how do you help someone in that situation? I mean, I have my own ideas, but I also want to hear, hear you out and so we can help the people. Man, I, I just would, it sometimes sounds a little wonky to some people and they're not, you know, it takes a little bit for them to actually buy in and, you know, stick with the program and, you know, try it for. 10, 14, 21 days until they actually decide whether or not they're they're getting something out of it or if they're feeling any better. But honestly, meditation, Yeah. even if you start with five minutes a day, just go to a completely silent place, even if you have to, if you do it in your car. I it's mean, good that's not ideal, but like some people, they go home, they got kids running around, they got a spouse, and yeah. the TV's on, so there's always going to be... So if just like park your car yeah. and just like, close your eyes turn the music off and just focus on your breathing and yeah I, and how i usually suggest it is inhaling through your nose for about four seconds hold it for two and then exhale out your mouth for about four more so each complete cycle of a breath takes approximately 10 seconds yeah and so then you can just kind of if all you're doing is focusing on the breathing and the counting and that's the only thing your mind is on and you're getting lots of oxygen Just over and over and over again for start out with you know even if it was three minutes and yeah. just build up yeah I mean I think that's I think that's huge I, I think that's a great one more I think it's a great one that. yeah for sure you know one of the one of the things that she wasn't crossing off her list was sleep mm-hmm. you know um, she works a high stress job you know and she has a, a like I said I told you a toddler and she was like surviving on four and a half hours a night yeah you know what I mean. Dude, that's just so unreal. What, what did you suggest to her? What was your approach? Since like she can't take away the factor of having to get up for the baby. Right, 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 right. So, so a job sometimes. So we talked about relaxation techniques. Um, so when she gets off at work, what is she, what does the routine look like? You know what I mean. So maybe instead of you going to work out for an hour and a half, you know what I mean. Maybe come cut that back to thirty minutes, twenty, maybe even twenty minutes. That get that now you just add in another hour to your day. So now you can pr- maybe have time to take a hot bath. Mm-hmm. to read a book, you know, to do some things that are not so stressful and taking away from you. you and know? even just st- stimulating. That's right. Like even TV can be stimulating for some people. That's right. That's right. So like it's just we just have to find some more ways to do that. And, and that's where we are right now. So I, I don't have a verdict on how things are going to end up. But um, right now we're just trying to manage stress better. And I just want to, to hear your thoughts, man, because I think that that's a large part of a lot of people's problems. That's that's really overlooked a lot of times. I think it's very overlooked. That's exactly what I was just going to say. I think people sometimes I, I feel like people I'm reading these different uh, blogs and things and forums online, people would be like, Oh, it's just calories in calories out. Like, right. yeah. To a certain world, extent, right? Yeah. yeah to like, a certain that extent. Sounds nice. And you know, yeah. by the book, yeah, that should make sense. It should every time, but it doesn't always work yeah, out to that a certain way. extent. That's right. Unfortunately, it's not that. That's easy. right. That's right. And, a and a lot of, for a lot of people, I was about to say that for a lot of people, because Especially I feel like, middle-aged people or yeah. not even middle-aged necessarily but people who have they're in their full-blown careers yeah families family yeah. with kids and things yeah. you know if you got like a 22 year old 
you know, it's way, way easier. Then your conversation's like, different. Totally different. Yeah, the conversation's different. But when you're in the mix of that, of that, especially somebody when you're first taking care of a child and all that kind of stuff like that, I get it, man. But I, like I said, I we we were doing everything right in terms of the exercise and the in the diet and everything like that. But it, the stress was 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 tearing her to pieces. Mm-hmm. And and I told her, you know, no matter it doesn't matter how hard you push in the gym, if 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 stress is something that is very chronic in your life you know what i mean where it's almost like causing other issues to arise then you can work as hard out as you want to it doesn't matter it's mm-hmm. because your body is going to is built for that like it's built to store and to to reserve to make sure you don't change in terms of and, stuff it, like and that. you already kind of touch on but working out for too long can cause can stress go on the, the body. opposite direction that's yeah. right <laughs> yeah and it, it's tricky i know it's confusing for yeah people, but. yeah it is it is it is but I, I just wanted to say that man because i think that um, stress management techniques, and maybe one day we can have a whole show on it, but um, stress management techniques is definitely something that people should start looking into because without you managing stress or or your perception of stress, um, your weight loss or lean muscle gains or whatever in fitness endeavors are just going to be down the drain. Yeah. Yeah, I completely agree. That's awesome that yeah. you guys were finally able to peel it apart. And, yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, find that because a lot of people wouldn't even stuck it out that long. Yeah, so I'm for glad sure. that she did. For sure, that's awesome. For sure, for sure. And it, it, last thing with it, it, it was hard to see that in her because she's generally a happy person. Yeah. So it was the last thing that I thought of. That's why I kind of missed yeah, it because yeah, she's yeah. just always she with a smile. Seem like she's stressed. That's out. right. Never, never. You, I mean, when you talk to her, she's always happy and just enjoying life. But deep down, like she was stressed. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? But I, it was just it took the vacation for me to see that. You know. But yeah. Okay. What's got you moving, man? Uh, mine is a little bit off the uh, health and fitness topic. I like it. Recent event um, in the uh, sports world. The uh, just this last weekend, there was that Triple G and Canelo Alvarez fight, and I really like combat sports. My grandfather was a boxer. Um, him and my dad used to watch fights a lot. And, I was a wrestler, and I watch like to watch MMA. So I respect these things as a sport, not just a spectacle. And um, in the boxing world, some people would argue that it's kind of a dying sport, and you know, it's certainly it's some truth to that. And I think a big part of the reason is there's so much scandalous stuff that happens in boxing. It's crazy what happens behind doors. I mean, they got the, all these judges that are like, I don't know, who knows? Maybe they're being paid to go one way or the other. And then they, like, this Canelo-Triple-G fight, they call it a draw. Yeah. And it's like, you guys are just calling a draw because every, there was seemingly a lot of people who were upset with it. It wasn't like they were like, oh, yeah, that was too close to call. That was the right one. It's like they're just setting you up to have a rematch, rematch. because it's a moneymaker. Right. Which is awesome for the entertainment to have a right. rematch again. Right. But like just if it needs to have a rematch, just let it happen naturally. Don't force it to happen. So right. I was just like, they're just people are just this just feeds into why people get frustrated with the sport. Yeah. Because the judging and the scoring is so subjective and there's no way to tell was that right or was that wrong. And right. So anyway, yeah. I just when I saw that outcome I didn't get to watch it, but I was just like that seems kind of whack. Yeah, it's. I I think that's another way of them trying to uh, bring boxing back into mainstream. You know what I mean? Because it's pushing me away. <laughs> it, it was. It was. They're trying to win back the fans again and, and bring more attention to the sport. And unfortunately, they're losing a lot of their like big time fighters. Like Andre Ward, just mm-hmm. he just retired. You know what I mean? So like. Now they have to ride the coattails of these young men that are trying to carry the sport, and that, that that's why you see these. I mean, because I saw the scorecard of that one lady, and I was like, "There's no way that right. it could be." Cr-. And now she's getting banned, right? <laughs> yeah, she was supposed to be judging at an MMA fight too, and they were like, "Now nah, you're not on." Yeah, that there's no way. <laughs> so like, there, there, there you go with. I mean, the the fact that the the, the sport is just not what it used to be. You know what yeah. I mean? So yeah, yeah. So anyway, I thought that was kind of annoying. I um, love it. You know, I think there's. I don't really care too much. Like in some sports, like yeah, I'm all for rooting for America, but some, um, I don't necessarily go off of just by who the American fighter is. Like I used to root against Floyd Mayweather all the time because I didn't really like his personality, his persona. I just thought it was he's a little too much for me. Um, but you know, it's definitely a dying sport in America. Yeah, for sure. Um, like after him, like in Andre Ward, like. 
I don't even know if I can name any other American fighters. So they, they just get up and coming right now. I mean, yeah. they haven't really made the t- tip top they're all, dollar. They're all going to other places. Yeah. They're going to yeah. MMA, or yeah. they're just at younger ages. Yeah, like, young, and not gotten to that pinnacle yet. Or, but even when no, but I'm saying at, at younger ages as kids, they're just people are pushing them to go do other yeah, things because sure. they're obviously athletes no yeah. matter what. Yeah, for sure, for sure, so, for sure. Anyhow. Um, so I'm excited about today's topic. I know, topics, man. We, we haven't say. we haven't done a MythBusters in a long time. Yeah, I, actually, MythBusters might have been our first episode. I, I can't remember, but it was it up was there. at least one of like, one of the yeah, first few. Like, it was one of the first few for so, sure. So we're doing it again. Doing, doing it again. MythBusters all over again. Yep. Yep. Um, yep. MythBusters number two. Number two. Um, so let's just go dive right into it. Let's get this thing kicked. So the the one I want I wanted to ask you the first one because this one is probably the the biggest question that we get. And I don't I don't even know where this logic came from, or I, I guess we could Google it one day. But um, cardio is the best for fat loss. Where do you where do you where, how do you find yourself navigating that conversation when someone asks or you hear it? You know, there's definitely a, a point in which you can lose fat doing cardio. Yeah. Um, there's also a point in which you can do cardio that your body goes into a catabolic state, which you end up eating away at your muscles, yeah, your muscle fibers. And so when that starts to happen, you, you're really kind of doing yourself a disservice because you need that lean mass, that muscle, to keep your resting metabolic rate high. The more mass you have on your body, the more calories you're going to be burning when you're doing nothing at all. So you don't want to get yourself into that catabolic state. You want to, you know, find that sweet spot. And I think that more often than not, people overdo it. And there's a few reasons why. One of them that I just mentioned, but also, say you're going to start a new program today, and maybe you're you're in good enough shape, like cardiovascularly, your lungs can handle the uh, endurance of running three miles. But say it takes you 30 minutes, which is fine. But what are you going to do next week? You're going to run four, and then you're going to go five, and then you're going to go six. Like, where does it end? So you get stuck in this cardio rut, and you do it too much. You can't just keep growing on that. You're not going to keep be able to go up and 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 up. Mm-hmm. You, there's, just, <laughs> there's just no way it's going to happen. So then you're, you're going to get yourself to a point where you can't do anymore, and you're going to back off of it, and you're going to. It's just, it's a vicious cycle. Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, uh, it's, it's, it's always best to think of um, cardiovascular activity as something that's very, in terms of like going to the gym, getting on a machine and doing cardio. I think that people get caught up in it because they have that uh, feeling behind it. It's like that euphoric, you the know. The high. Yeah, man. It's, the, it's I get on there. Well, when I'm doing cardio, I get on there and I'm sweating and I'm, I'm feeling like I'm doing a whole lot, you know. So, like, I think they put the feeling over what it's actually doing, you know what I mean? Um, and I, I, I get it. I mean, when you're lifting weights, you don't feel that same thing, you know what I mean? So, I mean, I, I understand, but the, the to make a statement saying that cardio is like the best, like, oh, I'm going to do cardio to lose weight, and then I'm going to start doing strength training to lose muscle, it's just craziness, yeah. you know? But I think it's all – also, I think that – you can't win this argument when you're talking to somebody about it because they generally have like it's it's like almost like a religious belief to them. Oh yeah, you know. So oh, yeah. like, I think that we have to break it down into terms of of how fat is lost in in terms of that because I think that we can agree on that because that's just science. Like we can't change that. You know what I mean? So we we breathe. We we oxidize fat. Ox, fat is oxidized in the body and we breathe it out. You know what I mean? So if we can agree that you need to have better respiration or more breath throughout the day if you if losing fat is the, the goal, then maybe you doing cardio is not the best option. Maybe you just need to take a walk or do something else. You know what I mean? Like you don't have to just do cardio for fat loss. Right. And I've even lifted weights um, where you cut the rest time and, you know, short you enough, go. you start breathing heavy and sweating your that butt off. That increases respiration, too. Yeah, you're yeah. breathing a lot. So that's, there we go. That's what I was telling somebody the other day was, uh, was you know, even though you don't think about it that way, when you're lifting weights, your muscles require oxygen. Yeah. So you are going to start breathing heavy. Absolutely. So you're still increasing respiration. So if we can agree on that, that anything that increases respiration will help you lose fat long term, then 
then we can stop this whole cardio is the best for fat loss because that's not the case. Yeah, we can make a case for anything being the best for fat loss if that's the case. Yeah. But I'm I'm with you. I'm all, I'm all about let's build more, let's build as much muscle as we possibly can to you know help our structure and to, and to keep our metabolic rate as high as we yeah. possibly can. And I think they're a good example, and you can relate to this, I'm sure. Is bodybuilders? They're the leanest people you you possibly imagine when you think of someone who's just you know super lean they got no fat on their body you think of a bodybuilder yeah and you know at the beginning of their programs a lot of times they do no cardio none and they're still looking really good at the yeah. beginning of their their uh you know their yeah kind of uh their prep prep yeah, yeah that's yeah. what i was but they, they they but like we said at the beginning they, they use don't it for start out they don't start out the first week of their prep doing an hour no. of cardio they use it for supplemental purposes only exactly only so it's only like when they get to places in their in their prep to where fat is no longer being lost through diet first and then through training then they start to add add cardio mm-hmm. but not any time in between that will cardio be added because it's not it's not doing you any any good if, mm-hmm. if, if you're losing fat with strength training and through your diet what do you need to add anything else for? Yeah. You know, it's just kind of a, it's, it, but you know, when people hear that, they're like, I, well, I, I feel like I should be doing cardio. Well, like you said, if you cut rest time, then I promise you, you're going to feel like yeah. you're doing cardio. Yeah. I just <laughs> did something the other day and I was breathing real heavy by the end. I was just squatting. I was just squatting and it was like every minute on the minute go. I was like, oh man, I just felt like yeah. I just stopped. It, it actually, <laughs> I, I think that you get more work done in terms of that because now you're, you have, you're doing that with a heavy load. Yeah. So you I, getting, have, I love that. Yeah. You're getting, you're getting, the, you're getting some heavy work in, which is good for the muscle. You're getting some, some burning in, which is also good for the muscle. And then you got the sweat coming as well. So I mean, you're getting the best of both worlds. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so next we, we touched on this briefly a couple weeks back. And I haven't, uh, I mean, I know the topic, but I know that it's gotten some people riled up more so than I even thought would, um, is this, um, vegan diet, is that superior to the standard American diet or sad, if you will, standard American diet? Um, I know this, this documentary that's been floating around. I actually talked to two people the other day who said that they know somebody personally who went vegan after watching this I know documentary. A, I know a bunch of them that went vegan from watching the documentary. I yeah. mean, maybe you... I could see how you might second-guess yourself, but, man, just from one documentary, you're going to change your whole lifestyle. Right, but Zach, before we start this, <laughs> how many... Like, because me and you, like, we, we obviously know a lot about this stuff, and most people don't, but I know you know for a fact. Is it not at least every other year they come out with a scare tactic video yeah. like that? Like, but so why is this one so much better than all the, like, the message wasn't any different. No. Than the rest of them. Than Forks Over Knives. Or what's than, the other one? Food Inc. Maybe? Food Inc. Maybe. I, have, I feel like these people have to be, like, in cahoots with each other. Like, it's the same message every time. It's just regurgitated. Mm-hmm. It's no different. I told a friend of mine, I was like, like I expect like Hollywood to come out with one of these every other year because it's just scare tactics and it's their it's their way of 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 bringing their message to the forefront. You know what I mean? Yeah, I, I don't know. It's it's crazy to me that the, this stuff keeps happening. But um, <laughs> let's let's go into it. Let's go into I'll it. I'll let you break it down. Okay. The vegan diet. Um, you know, let's let's give people some pros and cons. Yeah, absolutely. And then we'll uh, you know, we'll we'll. We'll let you all decide, but we'll kind of give our opinion on which is the better route. So, absolutely, absolutely. Vegan diets versus standard American diet. What, so, what are your thoughts, Kelly? So, one thing that I love about the vegan lifestyle um, is the fact that they put vegetables at the hierarchy. I mean, yeah, in in nutrient which, dense foods. That's right. In which everyone should right. And me and you've always talked about that. Whole foods are best. So, they put that at the top echelon of where things should be. And I love that about that. So when vegetables are your are your focus, you're going to be getting a lot of good things from that. You're going to be getting more fiber. You're going to get more water. You're going to be getting more color in your diet, more so you're getting more minerals and vitamins and stuff like that. So I, I, I love that part about it. I love the variety that vegans have because they also include a lot of variety because now they have, they since there's such void in protein, I'm sorry, I'm going to a, a con already, but since they're void in protein, they have to have a lot of variety to be able to get those essential proteins in to help the body um, build those those tissues back up. So I like that about it as well. Um, and other than that, man, I mean, that's all I really like about the vegan diet. Um, I think that it lacks a lot of um, healthy fats. I think that it's very easy for a person to go be very carbohydrate heavy 
because absolutely just yeah. because you're vegan doesn't mean you're eating healthy let me tell you yeah and i, I was gonna actually kind of touch on that same thing it's go not ahead. always healthy go ahead yeah go ahead um and i don't know i was almost gonna argue that what you said about a lot of variety it, it's definitely possible it's possible that's that what people i mean. will get start to be like all right well i'm gonna go this vegan lifestyle i'm gonna start adventuring into some foods maybe i wasn't eating previously right but then I have seen people who get they have a few foods that they like and they they fit into that vegan box and then they don't have a whole lot of variety. Very good point. That's a very good point because you're right because I you, I, I didn't even think about the fact that you can be a vegan and still eat out of a box every day. Well, I I was being more figurative when I said box like the putting labels on things. Yeah, but, but you're but it can but happen. Yes, you can. Yes. I, I've been to the store and been through the vegan aisle, and literally everything is in boxes. Yeah, yeah, and it doesn't mean it's healthy. For right, sure. <laughs> right, for sure. Right. Um. So anyway, um. I guess I guess in my mind, since I, I went traditionally vegan, like the true sense of it, and not the people who go all in and they dive into right. the lifestyle, right. they probably do have a lot of variety, right? And they're probably you know more aware of like trying to make sure they get certain nutrients and vitamins right. and phytonutrients with the, from the different colors, all right. that stuff. But I think there's a lot of people who just they don't do their research and they're not w- versed on the topic. And they just have a few select foods that they're go-tos. And so they're very, very much just getting all their sources from the same places and or all their nutrients from the same sources. And they become deficient in other areas. Yeah. But you know what, Zach? Don't you feel that marketers just make everything bad? You know what I mean? Like, like, so you you take something, a vegan diet, which should be like we talked about one time on a podcast. You're shopping on the outside of the aisle type of a thing. Um, or outskirts of the grocery store, and ex- minus meat, obviously, minus protein. I think people know that. But marketers make so- things so bad for people because now they can package something in a box or make something look good, call it vegan, and it'd be some of the most wackiest stuff that you see. You know what I yeah. mean? And that's the kind of the stuff that people turn to because they might want to be vegan, but they want it to also be very something that they can make very fast or it yeah. can be convenient or something like that, you know? Yeah. There's definitely some traps you can fall into for sure, and yeah. Um, what's your what's your what's your cons? What's your the con? That, I was just gonna start on that, and you already kind of touched on it, and you brought yourself back onto track. But the the protein, um, it's yeah. very easy to become to not get enough protein, right? Even though I do think the the message that most people are getting and hearing is that you need more than that's necessary. But I right. think with a vegan diet you can come into that point where you're getting too little right and not just too little but because proteins are made up of amino acids correct right so if you're not pairing up the right types of um plants yeah plant-based foods yeah if you're not pairing them up correctly you're not going to get a full amino acid profile right and you're not even going to get the full benefits of the protein right so that's where it really gets tricky. If you're going to go vegan diet, which I'm not going to say is inherently bad or no. good. Right. But you've got to do your research. research. And you got to like. Uh, I'm so with you. We have a, I have a book at home that I know Lindsay because uh, she's gone down that path before and she actually really likes it. And But she's read um, a book called. I have to I have to find it for you, but it's all about eating vegan wall for athletes and not that she is trying to be some super high competitive athlete and you don't have to but the biggest message the biggest takeaway in the whole book is doing it smartly and pairing up certain types of foods so that you can get those proper amino acid profiles to keep you healthy and to keep your you know your muscles properly functioning and mm-hmm. your body is you know working optimally not just it's it's thriving rather than surviving. Yeah, I know exactly what you mean. I know exactly what you mean. So we, so we take that and take it to the traditional standard American diet, um, and we obviously know that we have gaps in the standard American diet, right? I mean, yeah, there's easy to fall into um, bad habits doing that too. Right, right. So like we we know that that's not the 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 best case scenario as well, you know. But I think that what me and you both like to tell people is that whole food base is always going to be a winner right so Mm -hmm. like if we can still agree on that then that's where you start right i think that's a a good place for people to start but that's where people most of the time fail at for some reason yeah they 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 go to the stuff the prepackaged 
junk. Yeah, to make it make it quick and make it fast. Just I just think you just eat real foods is you know it just it just comes it just seems so simple but it's really all you need to do is just like think of things if it had eyes at one point or if yeah. it came from the ground then you're probably all right. Yeah. But if it's got all this other crap and junk like if you went and bought a lean pocket. Yeah. Yeah, it's got cheese and, you know, pepperonis or, you know, ham and, you know, whatever it's the pockets actually made out of. Like, if you look at the ingredients, it's a mile long. Yeah. And I can't even pronounce half those things, yet alone tell you what they are. Yeah. Well, they, we and I think we, that's what most people would probably fall in that same situation. Absolutely. So what makes you think that something that sounds like it should come from a chemistry experiment is going to be good to be put in your body? Absolutely. I, I think that, um, well, I know. I don't even think. I know that we like the highly palatable foods. You know what I mean? The things that... Uh, that that gives that uh, the the brain that euphoric feeling. You know what I mean. People spend millions of dollars a year trying to get you to feel that way. They the, the <laughs> right combinations of sugars That's right. and, and fat and fats yeah. and what's going to be palatable. That's right. So to get you to eat more. That's right. And buy that, more. <laughs> what? How much sugar, salt, and fat do I need to put in a certain meal to make? And they you... don't care how much of oh, nutrients no. they're stripping from you. Not at all. Not at all. Not at they all. know most people aren't don't even care either. Absolutely. I want. 100% agree with that. So I definitely don't think that a vegan diet is inherently better. No. Um, if that's something that someone wants to do, just make sure you do your research and um, make sure you're doing things the right way so you're not you know, leaving leaving holes in your game. Right, right. And, and to, to, to end that off, I would say that um, we we all agree on, on certain things, and, and that's where you should start. So whole food-based, um, make sure that you get plenty of fruits and vegetables in your diet. Um, plenty of healthy fats, like me and Zach always talk about. Yeah, and, and especially with age, I think uh, it's yeah. a quick little off-topic, but I think people's sensitivity to carbohydrates do um, does change over time. So, right, I, and I think um, the fats become more; it should become more of a focus with people as they get yeah. older. Yeah, you know, yeah. late forties, fifties, sixties. Yeah, and even and even Zach, I mean, I don't know what your thoughts about this, but even maybe for a young person that has a hard time with with cravings, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, maybe you know, maybe you having that starch over there, maybe makes you want to have more of it. You oh know? yeah. So until you can, until you're able to control those that hunger, energy, and cravings, then maybe you should stick to those healthy fats until you know that presents itself you know a better option for you yeah you know, something like that yeah you know? that's, that's, that's great yeah so next um kind of on the same topic that we kind of mentioned about protein um i'll just go ahead and ask the question are protein shakes do protein shakes equal weight loss because i see a lot of times people they'll be like oh yeah i bought my shakes i'm gonna start this diet i'm gonna start losing weight and i'm like i want people to know like it can be a good tool, but just inherently drinking protein shakes does not necessarily mean you're going to start losing weight and the pounds are going to start falling off. Right. Well, this this came from the whole um, Advocare, um, the Herbal Life. Yeah, the, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know. I totally agree. So this this came from there. I think which, that message comes from people who are making money off yeah, of it. Yeah, it did. So I, I would say that this got big probably about 20 years ago. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Yeah, about 20 years 90s. ago. 90s. Yeah, 20 years ago. About 20 years ago, this started to hit hard because of the, the fact that more people were working, workplace, people got busier, so shakes became like a viable option, you know what I mean? And so everybody wanted to have a, a meal replacement shake to help them in their weight loss endeavors, right? Yeah. And I, I know some companies, Zach, that made you drink nothing but shakes all day. That's all you had was just shakes. That was it. It just sounds, this doesn't sound enjoyable <laughs> at all. Like, why would you want to do that? My my sister actually actually tried to do that one time. Uh, she lost weight, but I mean, you gain it right back. It's not, it's not. Yeah, you're not going to, you're going to eat food at some point. Yeah. You, <laughs> and, and, and the fact that they're, they're, they're literally starving you, I mean, it's controlled starvation, you know? Um, and, and like you said, what you going to do when you get done with it? You know, it's, yeah, it's crazy. But um, so to get I'm off topic now, but I just want to give some background because I think some, some people don't even know that shakes ain't even been around for that long. You know, not in terms of what we're talking about. Right. Yeah. Right. Um, but no, shakes don't equal weight loss. I, no, it's just it's crazy. It, it, it can be a good tool. Like you kind of touched on it. You know, if you're at work and you got a busy lifestyle and you don't want to grab some, you know, if you work an office job, you don't go to the vending machine and get some 
um, Cheez-Its or something. Absolutely. You have a shake. Absolutely. Because you wanted a little snack. Like maybe part of that is just boredom. And, right. But if you're drinking a shake, you're probably going to be all right. Right. So, you know, you're just getting protein, which generally keeps you satiated, keeps right. you feeling full longer. Right. Absolutely. Which is a good thing. Um, and there's not a ton of calories in a shake. Absolutely. Your insulin's not going to spike super high. Absolutely. So there are some good ways that you can do it. I wouldn't suggest, I rarely suggest any sort of meal replacement shake. Right. Use it as a snack. Yeah. I think that's totally fine. Yeah. Cause, I mean, a shake's going to have like 250 calories. Yeah. Maybe like 350 if you're putting you know, like milk or almond milk or something in yeah. there. But it's not a lot of calories, not compared to what you should be getting an entire meal. Yeah. So. In, in terms of in terms of convenience, I think that it's a good thing. If a person is having troubles um, getting enough protein in their day and they need something for just plain old convenience, yeah, then it's a good option. You know and it's mean? better than what you'd get in, like I was saying, vending machines or absolutely some gas stations. Some of them now you can get some good options. Absolutely, but, but if you if you have time to make a decision of having a shake versus real food, then your choice should always be real food. Yeah. But if, if it's for a convenience factor, like for me, I can't get in enough protein for me and just it's it's too expensive. Like you know what I mean? I yeah. Just, I would rather have one protein shake a day and save a little bit on the bottom line to not have to spend so much money at the grocery store. But one a day. Yeah. And you're getting a lot more protein than probably most people listening. Exactly. Because of you know exactly the uh, the, the physical demand. Yeah, 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 yeah. Definitely, definitely. Um, I'm gonna cut off, cut you off just for one second before we move on because I think it's a good segue into a um about gut health does gut health matter and how might those protein shakes affect one's gut health that's a good one because i think that just was a thought that just came to me but that we didn't speak about previously yeah it's a good but one. i think shakes can um when they're abused absolutely can have a detriment on the health of your gut oh absolutely absolutely because i mean you, you got to remember shakes come from um milk right and so let, we already talked about that and how you know some people may have an intolerance to that but in in terms of in terms of gut health, you're just missing a lot of stuff just from not, from getting a shake. You're not getting a lot of anything but other than protein. Yeah, I mean, so you're kind of missing a lot out of out of in terms of having a true meal. You know, you're missing a lot of those digestive enzymes and stuff that you can be getting from you know a real meal that you put into that shake. Right, yeah. right. So um, let's let's go. Let's dive into this. How much and does it matter about gut health? This seems to be a hot topic that's growing over the past months and years um so let's just talk about that a little bit like is this a fad or is this something people should genuinely be concerned i I think they should be genuinely concerned about it i mean you know i'm not i'm not i'm no gut health expert um but i do believe that that's where everything starts and stops you know what i mean yeah some people call it the 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 gut is like part of your brain yeah yeah i think that the two are definitely connected right so um, I believe that if you if your gut is in a good position in terms of digesting food properly, in terms of having correct bowel movements and, and things of that nature, I think that you generally feel better. You know what I mean? So I, that's where I think that if it can affect your mood, you know what I mean? Yeah, because, it really can. Yeah, if, if you have you know, gut issues, you're typically not a very happy person. You know what I mean? So I think that people should pay more attention to it. And I think that the conversations that me and you have all the time in terms of eating more whole food is the is the probably the, the the top of the pyramid in terms of that conversation. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, so I I I think it's very important as well. Um getting those proper digestive enzymes through um vegetables yeah. and fruits and yeah. things yeah. Are... And, and making sure that we have a proper balance of of cooked veggies raw veggies mm-hmm. um and, and colorful fruit colorful fruits not just the same ones all the time you know maybe mixing and matching from time to time we just don't do enough of that and and then also having some more fermented foods we talked about about that off air yeah yeah um, i'm gonna try and eat more of it i haven't found any fermented foods that i l- love but i'm gonna try and do, go out of my way and yeah try more yeah. i'm gonna make that my thing here yeah. the ne- over the next few weeks and yeah. see if i can't find something i really like and yeah and i, mean, it, I eat yogurt and stuff absolutely but, yeah yeah and if I mean this is this is a different topic, but if someone is having issues with gut health and they have a problem eat, getting enough green vegetables in and fruits and stuff in, maybe even invest in a probiotic, you know, yeah, um, or invest in. Uh, we talked about supplements before, a greens powder. You know what I mean? I mean, and some of those greens powders have probiotics. Yeah, they have in some them. in them already. So I mean, at least 
try to you know increase gut health but i see a lot of people like we always talk about their their diet consists of nothing but just starches all the time and very lacking the protein vegetable conversation and that's what we end up happening is yeah we get ibs constipation um you know like it's just it's just it just bloat bloatedness you know all those kinds of things just kind of happen from poor gut health yeah yeah um so um we'll go back now to we switch up the order a little bit, so let's let's talk about the next um, next myth that has been probably the most common. Every single person has heard. Oh yeah, for sure. And that is breakfast is the most important meal of the day. Yeah. What are your thoughts on that? Did you ever eat, did you ever used to hear the saying like eat breakfast like a king, uh, eat lunch like a queen, and eat dinner like a servant or something like that? So your meals just progressively get smaller. Throughout yeah, the have day? you ever, ever like like no, but no, you ever heard that one before? I might even say do the do the exact opposite. <laughs> order. That used to be a big thing, like when I first, like when I first first started training. That was what we used to draw out for people when we were trying to sell them personal training. Hmm. Like, I, my, and I, it never used to make sense to me. I never drew it out personally, so I can't admit that. Um, but yeah, man, that used to be a, a big thing, is because people used to say, "Oh, you need to break that fast." That's why it's called break breakfast, because you need to break that fast. <laughs> I think that, that makes is me where laugh. the name came from is breaking <laughs> the fast, but it's only because, I mean, it, it, yeah, you could. You could technically break your fast at a later time in the day. Right, right. And you're not going to hurt yourself. Right. It doesn't have to be just breakfast. No, it doesn't have to just be (laughs) breakfast. So I I think that this, and I'm completely connecting these dots on my own, so I could be off base here. I think that got started by probably a bunch of people, probably who, these cereal companies. I was just about to say marketers. I was just about to say that. They get started by, I bet you it was probably from like some. Grains Association who sold all their grains to the cereal companies, and then the cereal companies would start saying, "Hey, the breakfast is the most important meal of the day." Yeah, and you'd see on the commercial part of this complete breakfast, and it was like this enormous breakfast. Right, right. It'd be like a giant glass of milk, a bowl of cereal. Yeah, I'm telling three you, different kinds of fruits. It was like Jesus. Like you, you, need, to, is... you need to Google that before the show ends, so we can find out where the, where the word breakfast so, and came I, from. And I, I think that and there's more and more information coming out about this that. Um, fasting can actually be very beneficial for many reasons. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and so you can break your fast at a later point in the day. Yeah. And you actually have a lot of benefits. Um, it doesn't have to be. You don't have to have breakfast. If, if, if weight loss, health. That's right. But th- there actually can be a lot of benefits. So if it fits in your lifestyle, I was just about to say that. Then do it. Yeah, that's right. But um, you know, if you got to be up. And out of the house early, and you got kids to help get dressed and whatever else, get them ready for school, make sure they got all their things. Breakfast is probably a, a really difficult thing to, right. to sit down. A and very do. stressful moment. So if that's the case, then just push your first meal of the day back a little bit, and just have just a snack or start something. it later. Yeah, like, yeah. But it yeah. doesn't. You don't have to have breakfast. I was just about to say that same thing. Like lifestyle, man. So what what fits into your daily routine? Because that's what the, your nutrition should be set up around that. If you don't have time to have a traditional breakfast, then maybe that's not the right time for you to, to be having a sit-down type of a meal. Maybe you should just have a piece of fruit on your way to work and then yeah. have, like, your meal later on in the day. Like, you don't have to have a big, drawn-out breakfast right when you wake up or anything like that. Like, that, that is totally a myth and was probably made by someone that wanted to get your money. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and I've, I've actually been doing this lately because i got to get up pretty early most days of the week, and I've started doing... I like eating breakfast. I really do. And like I just like the foods that come with breakfast. Yeah. Eggs and yeah. oatmeal yeah. and yeah. fruits. And so I, I just I do. I just enjoy it. So um I've actually just been pushing mine back and I'll have some coffee, maybe with some sort of fats to hold me over to keep me from feeling too hungry. Mm-hmm. And then I won't eat till like four or five hours later. Yeah. After yeah. I woke up already. Yeah. So I might eat it like 10, 11 o'clock. Yeah. Sometimes even like noon. Yeah. I totally understand that. You know, I, I think, again, we go to what people can agree on. And what we can agree on is that every meal is important. You know what I mean? Like it's not just right. breakfast is not just important. You can't, you can't eat breakfast and expect your results to come. You know what I mean? Like you have to put 
together a full day of meals. Like, you know what I mean? So, like, let's think about the whole macro instead of just the micro. So every meal is important. And when you go to – when you start to change your mind and saying, that, okay, everything is important that I do today in terms of nutrition, then you start to make better decisions all day. Because I know a lot of people that eat breakfast, that eat, oh, I had a good breakfast, but then they eat like crap the rest of the day. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So if maybe you don't need to eat breakfast right then. Maybe you need to start, you know, slowly starting to make better decisions. And then, you know, maybe – things get better in terms of that way right yeah yeah i love that um all right so last one here and i think this even though this has definitely been a trend and it goes in and out and it's been going on since the 90s with adkins yeah this one is another 90s one but um it it never completely goes away yeah Low carb diets are best for weight loss. Yeah, this is another '90s one. This this was that started getting big around that time. Yeah, for yeah, sure, for sure. So, um, you know, here's the thing: you will lose weight on a low carb diet. Absolutely, no questions about that. We Absolutely. will not deny that for a second. Absolutely, but it's not because of you stop eating carbs. It's, it, bec- it's because you, you lowered your calories. You lowered your calories. Yes, absolutely. You lowered your calories is definitely a huge part of you it. You cut out a big portion of your calories. A huge portion <laughs> of your calories. So if you just take every single meal that you had t- today, just say that let's just comprise a whole day's right. worth of meals. Right. Say for breakfast you had cereal. Yeah. You had, you know, reduced fat, you know, whatever. Right. Cheerios that, you know, advertise yep. the healthy heart stuff. Yeah. So you had Cheerios, and then for lunch you had a sandwich. Yep. And then for dinner you had... Um, Steak and potatoes. Yeah. Okay. Take the carbs out of all those. Just say, for instance, you've replaced just for the sake of conversation because you still don't eat three meals. Right. For breakfast, you didn't have cereal. You had eggs or yogurt. Yeah. And then for lunch, you had the same sandwich, but you just took the the bread bread off. That's right. And then for dinner, you you just had steak with maybe some vegetables. That's right. And you don't have the potatoes. You're already missing out on probably 800 calories. I'm totally guessing because I don't know the portion size. You're probably right. But it's going to be several hundred. Yeah, yeah. Definitely. So right there, instantly, yeah. you're you, going to be you, you already put yourself deficit. in a deficit just like that. Yeah. But 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 see, what happens is that then we put the wrap on carbohydrates. Well, carbohydrates is the reason why I was gaining all that weight. You know what I mean? Or the carbohydrates is the reason why I can't lose weight. So people start to say, well, I can't lose weight eating carbohydrates. Because they go to these low-carb diets, they see some success. And then carbohydrates is initially the the culprit in terms of. But yes, you people some people over that's probably the most overconsumed macronutrient that and we usually have. refined carbohydrates, right, exactly. With no nutrients exactly. whatsoever. They're void of everything, so you can eat them a, like a ton. You know what yeah. I mean? But th- so we they get that wrap, and it's not because of the carbohydrates that initially gave you the problem. It's because you're overeating. That macronutrient. And, and you can overeat any of them and you'll still gain weight. Yeah. It doesn't matter which one it is. Yeah. Because I know some people that did all kinds of diets and they still gained weight because they were overeating the other macronutrients that they were yeah, having. Yeah, you go paleo or That's keto, right. keto right. or and still overeat. anything else and overeat yeah. and you're, you're going to be in the same position. <laughs> um, and, yeah, I, I, there's you know there's something to be said about insulin and all that stuff. Yeah. but. Your insulin levels are going to spike to the same extreme if you're eating them in correct quantities. So, you know, yes, will you lose weight? Are you going to do that diet forever? Probably, probably not. Probably not. So it's probably not oh, the best route to choose unless you like yo-yo dieting and going up and down all the time. So, yes, you will lose weight. Is it the best for weight loss? I would say probably not because you're probably going to end up right where you are anyway. Maybe even cause some sensitivity issues down the road and cause more problems than just being overweight. So there's a there's a lot of that comes with that. There's yeah. a lot of stuff that comes with that that Absolutely. you got you got to be aware of. Absolutely. I, I still say that the number the number key to success in terms of diet and nutrition is adherence and it's what can you stick to for a long term. None of no diet is bad inherently. Like but if you can't stick to it, it is a bad choice for you. Like if you cannot, if you can't see yourself eating that way for years to come, then it's not a good decision for you right now. And I don't care what kind of short-term results that you'll get because they'll always backfire on you, just like Zach said. It has to be something that you can adhere to no matter what. It has to be something that you can adhere to. Yeah. I mean, sure, if, if you literally don't care, like, hey, I want to go, I want to lose 10 pounds before I go, you know, have to put on this dress and you just literally know at the beginning 
I don't care what if I gain it back afterwards. Be my guest. Be my go guest. Go right ahead. I'd be like, I'll, I'll, all right, you can do that. Yeah. But I'm just telling you that is what's going to happen. You're right. So, yeah, I think that's the biggest take home here. It's low carb diet. You will lose weight. Absolutely. And when you come off of it, you will put it back on. Absolutely. Absolutely. Because it, it's not correcting the behavior. You know what I mean? Like no. you still you you. Even though you might be going on a low-carb diet, it's easy to restrict for short-term. But it's still not correcting a lot of your behaviors when it comes to carbohydrates. Like, you have to change the inherent behaviors that you have when it comes to that macronutrient. Like, so when you go out to eat, if you don't learn how to control how much bread you have when they bring you that little piece when they before they bring you your meal or before you order, you have to learn how to control that. that. If you don't learn ever learn how to control it, when you get off that low-carb diet, you're going to feel like it's free-for-all. You <laughs> know what I mean? Like... And so, like, your binge episodes are just going to be unreal. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, and I think that um, going back to, like, the refined carbohydrates and, like, the bread thing, and I don't have any studies to back this up with at all. I think this might be some bro science. But sometimes I think there's, like, internally your brain and your gut and your body just knows that the foods that you're putting in your body – are, are lacking any sort of nutrients. And so that's part of the reason why people will keep eating them and eating them. Oh, absolutely. Because, like, otherwise, if you – like, how many times have you heard someone say, just fill in the blank with your favorite snack food? Oh, man, I ate seven Oreos. Like, I told myself I was only going to eat three, and I just couldn't stop. Yeah. But how many times have you heard someone say that about an apple? Yeah. No one's going to eat four apples. Like, you probably not even going to eat two apples no, in a row. No. That, that, that's, that's not you're bro not science. Gonna, you're not going to overeat. You're not going to overeat on something yeah. that's healthy because your body's like, all right, I'm good. I got something out of this. I don't yeah. need any more. Yeah. That, it, that, that's not bro science at all. I would say that um, um, that is that is the number one thing in terms of what what nutrient deficiency will do to a person. When, when a food is is nutrient deficient, you typically it typically just works at the brain center and just tells you to keep going. Yeah. You know what I mean? So you just why that's why you can you can't eat just one donut. But you can you can't eat a whole bag of broccoli, you know what I mean? Yeah. Or, or, or you'd, you'd like even though it would probably be a ton less calories. Yeah, absolutely. You're you're gonna be like I don't know I don't even want to eat the rest you of that. Got it. But you but you don't need it anymore. That's right. That's you, right. You don't need it anymore. That's right. It's full of fiber, full of water. It fills up more space in the gut. You know what I mean? So like. You, you're calcium, not gonna, potassium. That's right. You're not going to have those issues because it's so nutritious. Like your body, your hormones going to be like, stop, please. <laughs> you know. But when it comes to those foods that are nutrient, you know, d- deficient, you can eat them all day. Yeah. 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 But but that's the way. That's why they make them that way. Like you said, they have people they that put, are paid. They study this. That's right. They study <laughs> it right. and how to get you to eat more and that's more. That's right. That's they, right. They want you to buy more. They, and they not, want you to feel like, oh, that was so awesome. I couldn't stop it. Absolutely. <laughs> They're not giving you one donut hole when you walk into the donut shop. No. You know what I mean? Like no, you're getting no, about no. a dozen, you know? Yeah. And there's a reason why you just keep popping them in. You know, chips. Another Even one. like sometimes you know, like, man, I'm full, but I, I'm going to keep I can eating. get another one. That's yeah. Right. That's right. Yeah. That's right. Absolutely, man. Absolutely. Absolutely. All right, man. Well, hey, it's fun. Fun to get back here and do this again. Uh, hopefully some people got some some nuggets they could take home. Even if it's just one of these things, they yeah. can make some sort of change. Absolutely. It might be eye-opening to Absolutely. how they might go about um, constructing their weight loss journey, whether it's through food or whether it's through fitness. Um, I, I think people enjoy these episodes. Holler Absolutely. at us. Keep letting us know. We, we've had a couple suggestions already, and we did touch on the topics. Yep. Comment on Facebook. Yep. Um, on Instagram, um, Kelvin is at Country Muscle. On Instagram, I am at Complete Underscore Optimization. WebFit Nation on Facebook. Holler at us. Questions, comments, suggestions. Just let us know. We love hearing from you. Hope you all have a good day. Have a good one.